0: <laughs> I don't have a, a degree in theology. <laughs> 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 thank God. So, to the answer, we we'll pray first. Lord, we thank you because of the wisdom of the Holy Spirit, and we thank you because of what you have been teaching us in the book of Colossians as we discuss this book and as uh, we. Ask questions and respond, we pray that you may help us, oh God, that you may help Dan and uh, Patrick to respond to the questions as uh, your spirit leads. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. So to you i all the questions were consolidated by Kim. So the first question. I have noted that we keep mentioning the gospel. What is the gospel, and how can we see that specifically? How can we see that specifically from Colossians? Mm. How do we see the gospel from Colossians?
1: Mm.
2: Patrick, you. You can go first. Um, one is say that gospel is diverse. Uh, there are so many aspects of gospel into it. Uh, and there's no one cut size for all on how to explain what the gospel is. However, there are those things that are non-negotiable when you come to the gospel. There is the visible minimum. And I think that would be the heart of the gospel. Then, I mean, What is the heart of the gospel? My big belief is Christ. His birth uh, or his incarnation. He's... Uh, and his resurrection. I think that is the bare minimum that you can't miss when you're talking about the gospel. It's bad for us here on earth uh, to come and stay and they are work. I think that is the bare minimum you cannot avoid to miss when talking about the gospel. Of course, you can go and talk what is the agenda of the gospel in a human being. What is God doing in the gospel for me as a person? That would be that he wants to restore the relationship he has, he had with me through my first parent Adam with him in the last days. But what's the agenda in the gospel for the whole world? What is God doing through the gospel for the whole world? And really, as Colossians say, is to reconcile all things to himself. Gospel, uh, bare minimum, Christ, his agenda to an individual, his agenda. The whole person, the whole world. When we come to Colossians, how can we see gospel in Colossians? Um, Paul in Colossians has explained gospel in very many ways. One has talked about being delivered, that would be chapter 1, verses 13, um, from verses uh, 11. And Paul says, may you be strengthened with all power according to his glorious might for all endurance enjo- and patient with joy, giving thanks to the Father, who has qualified you to share in the inheritance of the saint. He has delivered us in the dominion of darkness and transferred us the kingdom of his beloved son. There we see two things, being qualified to share in the inheritance of the saint. People who were not among God's people have been qualified to share in the inheritance of the saints. Two, God has delivered us from the dominion of darkness, where we were lost, and He has transferred us to the kingdom of His beloved Son. Really, another aspect of thinking about the, the gospel is think about the kingdom of God. And God is working to restore us to His perfect kingdom. And verse 14, again another way, in whom we have redemption, the gospel, is about being redeemed. Redemption here would mean it's about being brought back. We who were lost, we who not belong to God's um, uh, uh, sheephood, he has brought us back. He has redeemed us. How? By the blood of the Son has purchased us. Paul would, Peter would say he has purchased us back to himself. He has redeemed us. And there, The forgiveness of sins See, very few verses here Two verses Has purification, has deliverance Has really uh, Redemption And has forgiveness of sins Forgiveness of sin As basic as it is We are all sinners And our sins are forgiven Maybe it's also good to mention That our sins are not forgiven uh, Just that way God not sweep our sins under the carpet. No, he forgave our sins by ensuring that that sins have been paid for. That Christ died to pay for our sins. And in that way, we are forgiven. Can you add? I can continue. can
3: continue.
2: Uh, Verse 20 of the 10th chapter uh, um, through him to reconcile to himself all things that is the general uh, agenda of God through the gospel, is to reconcile everything, whether in heaven or on earth, to himself. Is to ensure that the creation gets back to the perfect state it was in Genesis 1 and 2, before sin and making peace by the blood on the cross. If God has made peace through us, himself, or or to us and himself, by the blood of his Son. Why? Because in our sins we are enemies with God. In our sins we deserve blood. I was teaching Sunday school last Sunday and I was reading Good News. Uh, I don't love it, but Good News chapter 2 said something, uh, between verse 1 and verse 5, that we had made God angry and therefore we deserve his punishment. As basic it is, because of our sins, we have made God angry. Therefore, what has the gospel done? It has restored peace between us and God. Uh, verses 22 of the same mm-hmm. chapter, he has now reconciled us in his body, in his body, in his death. Really, uh, another say that a minimum that you cannot avoid talking about mm-hmm. the gospel is his death. If Christ did not die in his body, then he didn't have the gospel in his death and by the mm, of the flesh of his death. Verse 27, uh, same verse, same chapter. Uh, to make them to them God chose to make known how great among Gentiles are the leeches of the glory, the mystery which is Christ. Dan was big on this. And here we say that God, he revealed himself and the riches of his glory to the Gentiles. And that is big for us. We who are not among the Jews or the people of God initially, God has revealed his son to us. Uh, the last thing to mention is verses 11, chapter 2. In him also he was circumcised with a circumcision made without hands by putting off the body of the flesh by the circumcision of Christ
3: I think uh, Patrick has explained uh, clearly and I, I think uh, I may want to use uh, different words but almost the same thing that he has used in less than two minutes uh, I think what I see in Colossians is Colossians is telling us that we are <coughs> men who are in darkness and being in darkness, we deceive ourselves that we, we can save ourselves, or that something outside of us, apart from Christ, uh, can save us. And now what we see is that for us to, to be forgiven, a uh, blood has to be shed. And then this must be a blood of another person. And that person is not us. That person is another person. And that person is the one in Colossians that is telling us he is the heart, The visible image of the invisible God. So it is someone who is God himself. I think one of the words I love so much is someone who said that God God did not uh, send Christ into the world for us, but that he sent us into the world for Christ. You see, of course we know he came to save us and so on, so there is a sense in which we may say he was sent for us, but I like how that person says that indeed it is us who are sent here for him, that God sends his son to us for him so that God may make his son be known. That's one thing, but we have known Christ through our our redemption, and his blood has already now been, been shed. Now that the blood has been shed, now God has been pleased. Now God can justify sinners. God can accept people who have nothing in themselves to save them by paying a debt which they could not pay. And how did he do that? I think it is Colossians 2, 14 that says, by cancelling the record of the debt that stood against us, with its legal demands, this he set aside, nailing it to the to the cross. God has already done all that work, and it is His Son that He was crucifying, and He willingly went to the cross. He willingly went; He was not forced to the to go to the cross. He went there for us, and when you look at that, you can see how great love God has shown unto us—that He can accept us, not on what we do, but on what His Son has done. Then. The gospel does not live there. It doesn't, doesn't leave us there. It also tells us now to look beyond that. To look to him. To look and set our eyes on the things above and so on. So the gospel doesn't stop. We have been saved. But it goes forth to what tells us. Now now that you have been redeemed, now that you have been saved, live live this way. So we are living in what Christ has, has done. That's our ground. That's our, our foundation. That if Christ has redeemed us, paying the debt that we could not pay then that should become a motivation for me to live now a life that can now be pleasing uh, uh, to the Lord. And I think that's one of the most uh, beautiful things I could say on, on the gospel.
0: When uh, recently we were in college, you we were doing door-to-door evangelism mm-hmm. and uh, I, I was very keen on when you are doing presenting the gospel to someone, important that they realize that they are sinners yeah. mm-hmm. y- you have to help them understand that they are sinners to mm-hmm. the extent that the way jesus said that uh, you know these is used to think they are very good because you have not seen them mm-hmm. maybe perform ad- be involved in adultery or something like that mm-hmm. but he told them that it is bigger than you think yeah. Yeah. if you have looked at a woman to last after mm-hmm. her mm-hmm. then you have committed it in your heart yeah. Yeah. The, uh, and uh, if you you are angry with Angle. your brother, yeah. you then you have committed murder. murder yeah. If you just extrapolate that anger, mm-hmm. you can actually kill. Yeah. If you had your way or you had a chance. Mm-hmm. Kapisa. Mm-hmm. So Jesus was showing them that your heart is so sick, you are so lost. Mm-hmm. What the theologians call the depravity of man. Yeah. And one of, one of the things I will do is to ask my audience Have you ever sinned since you were born? Because that one sin alone, James says that um, if you have broken one law, mm. then you are guilty for all of them. Sure. Mm. So that helps us to show, we have to show the sinner that they are completely lost mm. because of sin. Mm. And sin must be punished if yeah. God is to be just. Okay. Yeah. And you see, if, if uh, somebody commits a crime in this country, and they go scot-free. You'll see how people will make noise Mm -hmm. on Twitter, Mm -hmm. on Facebook. They'll say that judge was unfair. Mm -hmm. So sin must be punished if Mm -hmm. God is fair. Mm -hmm. But again, God not only wants to be fair, to be just, but Mm -hmm. also wants to be merciful. Mm -hmm. So somebody has to pay for that sin. Mm -hmm. So you have to show the sinner that they are sinners and Mm -hmm. they have to be punished. But since they can't pay, Mm -hmm there is somebody else who pays for their Mm -hmm. sin, just as my brother Duncan said. Mm -hmm. And in this case, Jesus. He's the only one who can pay because he's the only one who is that perfect sacrifice. Mm -hmm. When you read the Old Testament, all the sacrifices that were to be performed had to meet certain requirements. They had to be perfect. Mm -hmm. And they served as a symbol for the coming of Christ. So show them the depravity. uh, Show them that... God has to punish, sin must be punished, but they can't pay for themselves. Mm. So Christ is the one now who pays or redeems Mm. us (coughs) from sin. Sure. Mm. Uh, (laughs) Uh, Somebody (laughs) maybe wants to ask Uh, a question. What about, (laughs) (laughs) Mm. we have what they call the prosperity gospel. Mm. Uh, and, you, and many other forms of gospel <coughs> to what extent is a uh, salvation mm. are we saved just for heaven mm. or what we have
2: now just on this earth uh, I don't really uh, understand. are we saved just for heaven or the, uh, we have the on the
0: earth, earth? are there mm. Uh, should I say privileges of the cross mm. that we enjoy while on the earth? Yes, there is. On our journey to heaven. Yes, suffering. <laughs>
4: <laughs>
1: <laughs> but,
4: but I think to, to add that there are a lot of privileges just being being saved in itself, it's a privilege. The fact that you know God and Jesus is a privilege. Mm. To have the people who are deprived of this information mm. so much doesn't get to them. Mm. So there are so many privileges in knowing the goodness of God you know Uh, there is also the privileges that you just live in peace and perfect harmony if you know God then that should be your life Uh, if you've accepted Jesus your life that should be it in perfect peace and harmony or whatever you're doing because every single worry that you have is not yours anymore why are you worried about life that you never created in the first place why are you worried about all this other stuff and God has already sorted all of that so I mean that is the biggest privilege Mm -hmm. anyone can have Mm -hmm. because we we are struggling every day to make sure that we have this perfect type of lifestyle of course it's competitive out there but again when you have God in your life you don't have to worry about anything because when his timing is right everything is going to be okay also in your end so you just Mm -hmm. have to Mm -hmm. let God be God in your life so number one privilege is just the knowledge Of Christ in Mm. your life Mm. should be the biggest privilege rather than anything. People will compare it to suffering because you know you don't get other privileges like other people do. They will say, Let's go to the club, but you know you have your own way. But staying at home actually is the right thing to do, you know, and just being at your perfect peace and comfort that you know everything is sorted and covered. Mm. This other stuff is bonus. Mm. The,
0: the peace of God and the awareness that God is in control. Mm.
4: That's that's the biggest privilege you can have in life.
2: I, I don't think it is. Uh, over the last two weeks, uh, one is two issues that have happened. One is the issue of Jerry McKenna coming out, bond that she's gay, and uh, she said a lot of things. And one of them was happiness, uh, that she's happy, that she has come out, and she knows she's gay. Mother issue is one of my neighbors that we are trying to disciple and you had a question with her. And she talked about her seeking happiness and peace. And these two things, peace and happiness, really, they are big things in our lives. We all want to be happy. We all want to have peace. Now the question is, where and how do we get this true peace that is lasting? It's actually only from the gospel. It's actually us knowing that we have been reconciled with god the father that we have been saved from his land that gives us peace to you know that he's not our enemy i think it is something that should be should tremble everyone or anyone is to be an enemy of god mm-hmm. is to think and pour sulfur on you mm-hmm. as he did in Gomorrah or as he do in Dhu, the other times no, that peace alone is a big thing. Nothing is happiness. If we you can only be happy and get the true happiness if we get satisfied in him. Really, he grants perfect peace. Perfect happiness. Really, a search <coughs> of happiness outside God in the one, we know. All of us know. that does not grant total happiness. Mm-hmm. What happens? People are doing moral things. I want to have sex, to be happy. No. You don't get the happiness that you're looking for. You would want more of it. You want to take alcohol to be happy, and to do drugs to be happy. You cannot get enough of that. Mm. True happiness can only come from God mm. by relationship we have through the gospel,
3: through Jesus Christ.
2: That's why I there are a lot of blessings here
3: on earth. And I also think that God in his providence decides what to give us. I think we should. Uh, that's a big thing. That he's the one who decides what he, should, he, he will give us. For us is to obey what he has told us in the scriptures. We obey. For example, we are told not to be, to be lazy. We work We work hard. By working hard, though, by those means God will provide to us. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's not yet our hard work that will, will eventually give us what we want. It is God who will bless us in our, in our hard work. So the reason I have that money is not because I've worked so hard. It's because God has blessed me. By, through that uh, hard work so I would say it's first of all is to obey the commands of the Bible, what you are told to do but not to take the gospel as a means in which you will get rich and on uh, the, the issue of peace the end of the gospel is not the peace of mind neither is it my happiness
1: mm-hmm.
3: but the end of it is the glorification of the son and also for our redemption and our reconciliation to God mm-hmm. that is the end of all things and that's where that joy comes from that's where we get uh, our, our, our peace from so if i seek if i come to god to seek for happiness or for the peace of mind then that becomes the end i'm seeking and not god instead i should seek god as both as the means and the end mm. then I, what i would say it's like <clears throat> that happiness or that joy or that peace it will come out as a result of my my union with with, uh, with god uh, mm. and so on mm. i think that's a uh,
4: and on that issue of uh, how hard you work and the money you get, you know, mm. there's this uh, there's this parable that uh, there was a boss who was giving people jobs. Mm. You know, mm. some came as early as five in the morning, mm. but there are other people who came later that day mm. when the day was even over. Mm. Mm. But they were all paid the same. Mm. It's not about the hard work, it's just about uh, what the boss decides they want to give you. Mm. And once you understand that in life, Mm. also other worries are not going to be of bother to you. Mm. Because in as long as you do your part, these these people, same people say, do your part and God will do the rest. Mm. It's as simple as that, but it's as realistic as that. Mm. Your part can be as little as praying. I think what I would say is that that hard work,
3: Comes from the Lord. No one is hardworking who is not strengthened by the Lord to be hardworking mm. and, and so on. So we should take them as all blessings from the Lord. You can work hard and not to get what you want. And you can work so hard. But all you know, we are saying we are to trust God in His providence. Mm.
2: Yes. Mm. And He's a benevolent Father. Mm. Talk about even common grace. He's not only blessing us because we are Christians, mm. but He's sharing and lavishing blessing mm. to every creation that He has made. And I think for us the difference would then be to honor him, even with it or without it. Um, to love him with much blessings, with blessing and finding in terms of prosperity and everything, and really to be contented in him, but also again with the means of providence that he has brought away his work, job, uh, whatever he has brought away to work hard and trust that he's going to bless that. He says that he breaks the work of our hands, then why don't we trust him? But the gospel is not the means for that. No, it is not.
1: Thank you.
0: That's a very elaborate explanation. Of course, we have many false forms of the gospel, which maybe if you are engaging
2: someone. Which is not involve gospel. <laughs> when you are engaging with someone and you're
0: helping them. Maybe over time, yeah. you may need to help them mm-hmm. know what they believe yeah. and help to show that what they believe is not the gospel. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, Daniel, now there's a question directed
3: to you. I was not. The second one was for Patty <laughs> 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 The first one was for you. He said that uh, <laughs> mm.
0: there are some questions we will not tackle because <clears> of
3: uh, no, you have not Okay, is- okay. <laughs> <laughs> <But laughs> <exactly, exactly, exactly. laughs> we'll
0: go back to his today or later today. so in, in Dan's message of Colossians chapter 2 verse 8 to 23 remember something like that
2: yeah. <laughs> Did you
4: there? with evidence i <laughs> 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 <You're not> sure <laughs>
0: in chapter 2, 8 to 23 mm. he says there are things in the Old Testament that point me to Christ what are these things, and how do they do that pointing mm. that you talked about
1: to Christ? <laughs> <laughs>
3: now, uh, now that we went, we went through Colossians, uh, for the little knowledge I have, I can use one example in Hebrews 10, mm. the one in Hebrews 10. I think it's a, it's a, it's a clear one, mm. so that I don't have to take much time in it. There's two, three references, and then of uh, friend. Now, these things are pointing to Christ. They are just substance. Uh, uh, I think it is uh, Hebrews 10.1 says, For since the law has but a shadow of the good things to come, instead of the true form of the, these realities, it can never by the same sacrifices that are continually offered every year make perfect those school. Hebrew, so we can look at that. Even those sacrifices, of course those sacrifices that are offered in the Old Testament by the priests and, so, and so on, but the other is saying these things are but a heart, they are but a shadow. Mm-hmm. Verse 2 says, Otherwise would they have ceased to be offered. Now they were a shadow. And then it says, otherwise would they have been have ceased to be offered? Since the worshippers having, having once been cleansed, would no longer have any consciousness of, of sin. But in these sacrifices, there is a reminder of sins every year. For it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away sins. What we will accept is that it is God who gave the command that these sacrifices be offered to, to him. They mm-hmm. be offered to him. Um, to cover their sins and so on. But what you are seeing is that they could not take away that consciousness of sins. Every year there was a reminder of their sins. And what is the other is saying, it is impossible for the blood of bulls and goats to take away what? Sins. So it means, because it is God who offered them, it is God who provided them in the Old Testament, and he commanded them, go and do this, offer offer these burnt offerings and and so on. But these things, are they to take away sins? They cannot take away what? They cannot take away away sins. And then, and I like this, consequently when Christ came into the world, he said, now we'll see that in one more verse, and this is Jesus who is saying, Sacrifices and offerings you have not desired. He's, it is God who ordered them to offer these sacrifices. But Jesus here is saying, I think it should be in the Old Testament, uh, I think Psalms, he, he has not desired them. And, and why? Because they cannot take away what? They cannot take away sin. But because it is God who commanded them, they were but a shadow of a coming perfect sacrifice. Now, I will not continue with other, other verses, because I think they, 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 they are, are clear, but you have a picture that these offerings were just but a what? A shadow of the, of the real thing. Mm-hmm. If you go to Isaiah one uh, 1.10, it says, Hear the word of the Lord, you rulers of Sodom. Give ear to the teaching of our God, you people of Gomorrah. What, what to me is the multitude of your sacrifices? Says the Lord, I have had enough of burnt offerings of rams and the fat of well-fed beasts. I do not delight in the blood of bulls, or of lambs, or of goats." You can see, God is not delighting in those things, because people are continuing in their heart, in their sins. That's the issue, that they are offering these sacrifices, but they are still in what? In their sin and rebelling against the Lord. And that's why you could see that sacrifice that they themselves were offering could not take So what we need now, why now they are a shadow of the real being, is is this. God himself is the one now who is providing the real image. And the real image is Christ. Now Christ, you see, God could not accept those sacrifices of blood of uh, bulls and so on. Now he has accepted the sacrifice of his his son. Do we now need another sacrifice? We don't need another sacrifice. Why? He has offered a perfect sacrifice when? once and for all time. Mm. And I think that's, that's how I would put, I would I respond to that question. And any other form of do, the do's and don'ts that were given, the, the, they could not save anyone. We are saved by Christ. We dwell on that. Thank you, Dan,
2: for elaborating to us the sacrificial system. I, I think also here, we talk about something they call in biology, typologies, or the types of Christ, our Saviors, that we see in the Old Testament, mm-hmm. that indeed point us mm-hmm. to a savior that come. One is big, the sacrificial system. Mm-hmm. It is really very direct. Sacrificial system was there, as uh, Mark said, so that they can um, cleanse our cleanse the sins mm-hmm. or the atone mm-hmm. the sins of Israelites. Mm-hmm. Christ came to die so that he can atone mm-hmm. the sin of the elect. Also, we're talking about uh, other types or typology and shadows, like people, people in the Old Testament. That if you see how God used them, you are pointing to a Messiah. Mm. A good picture would be would be Isaac, maybe mm. Isaac in chapter twenty-two. We see Abraham taking Isaac to the mountain, sacrifice him. Mm. Bible says uh, in verse one or two of Isaac of Genesis twenty-two that God told Abraham, take your son, your only son, Mm -hmm. and offer him a sacrifice. Mm -hmm. Then that points to Jesus being God's son, the only son. Mm -hmm. See That allude about a son that will come and die. How about the lamp, even in that Genesis 22, when God provided a lamp for Abraham instead of Isaac. Mm -hmm. The whole thing of instead, Mm -hmm. a substitute, Mm -hmm. is a pointer Mm -hmm. to the Christ coming. Think about um, David, David, a king from where? From Bethlehem, mm-hmm. a shepherd of sheep mm-hmm. who defeat Goliath, mm-hmm. not for his sake, but for the sake of Israelites. Talk about Jesus being a shepherd and a king for us mm-hmm. from Bethlehem who defeats Satan and sin, not for himself, but for us. You see, these things... These people in the Old Testament really points to Jesus. That's why we say Bible from Genesis to Revelation, it really talks about Jesus.
1: It
2: has one message: Jesus. Everything in the Old Testament, in one way or the other, points about Jesus. Moses, big one here. Moses, he really delivers children of Israel from Egypt to the Promised Land. Christ. Came to deliver us from this in forward, but, and so that at, at matri he will take us to the promised land. You see, all these are pointers. Melchizedek, uh, Hebrews mm. talk about Melchizedek uh, being compared to Jesus. In one or the other, we see Christ through him. This other guy that was in fire funnel with with who with Meshach and Abednego, and uh, and they say Luke, the one that looked like a the Son of Man. Son of man, as we know it in, in Luke, would be Jesus himself. You see, the Old Testament is full of pointers Christ. to Christ. Yeah, that's
0: wonderful. I'm sure there are many other pointers. So many, so many. So we'll go to the other question. I think number six. Done. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. So it's okay, personal. <laughs> 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 then in, in Colossians 2, the same book, I think. Uh, yeah. Chapter 2, 8 to 23, someone said that Christ paid for the debt of my sin. Now that my sin's debt is paid, I can now say my blood, quote-unquote, is clean. And I live in gratitude towards uh, to God's mercy and grace. But however... I still can't show complete gratitude since I notice I don't love God so much like Peter or David. And I don't love my neighbors myself, to be quite honest. In things like patience. Yeah, in things like patience. I have also noticed much later, after doing it, that I acted proudly in certain instances. So it now seems that my plant, quote unquote, is no longer clean. And I have fallen short. Does God forgive this? They should come for
3: Pastoral. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. If, I, if we answer that, if, I, if we answer question, and the person maybe is not here, the person gets any help, do you want to ask if the person is here?
0: Okay. But, yeah, oh. <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> it's okay. I think I think, I, I think uh, this the, how I just want to make it a little bit simpler in terms of uh, the struggle with sin for for the believer now that he has been accepted by God. A, a big example, if you look at the Old Testament, the people of God sinned against him, but how was God's way to forgive them? They were to come to him in what? In repentance. They were to come back back to the Lord. Now, one is that we are justified. That means we are made right with, with God on the basis of what Christ has done. So that means if someone is genuinely saved and, and justified, their sin has been forgiven. And for them they are called to do what? If you sin, uh, what, what are we to do? We are to confess our sins so that he that is faithful and just will do what? will forgive us of all uh, sinfulness or unrighteousness. God promises to forgive us. That's what 1 John tells us, one nine. He promises to forgive us of our sin. When we are saved, there are fruits. And that's why I think the problem comes. And you find yourself, I'm not bearing these fruits. So that does mean that I no longer now have any hope. That the justification I was given that time is no longer there. Now, even when we get to heaven, the same justification that we will have is the same one that we had when we were first justified. I hope you understand that. That when we get to heaven, the same justification, the same righteousness we will have that time is the same righteousness that we had when we were first justified. This is why. He was not just sent to obtain for us what? Righteousness, but to do what? To be our righteousness. So it is not our righteousness. That's what makes the difference. It is not ours. It is the righteousness of Christ. Now, someone, I think it is it is Luther who came up with this, this quote that says, justus et peccator," which means that I am simultaneously justified or righteous and at the same same time what? Sinful. So that... You know first of all you are accepted by God based on what Christ has done, but you are not denying your sinfulness. So that if you accept that there is sin in you, you will try to do what? To modify that sin. Mm-hmm. To work out your own salvation with fear and, and trembling. Will, you, will there come moments of difficulty and you will think that you are not making any progress? Yes, those moments will come and perhaps always. <laughs> Always. We will keep on feeling bad for, for sin, and perhaps, this is the truth, the more you you grow in holiness, mm. the more you'll see that holiness grow. And even because, am I really saved? But that question, am I really saved, should point you back to Christ, to the only hope that you have, and say, I will use this hope that I have in Christ mm. to fight this sin in my own life, mm-hmm. so that you don't give up fighting sin. Mm. I think that's the deal. Don't, never give up fighting the sin that comes. Uh, last time we had such a discussion and we, we were saying about someone who is struggling with slander we said this, what should you do? Stop slandering it,
1: it, it's, it's just, it's, some things
3: are just simple just stop slandering and do not forget your own sinfulness That is not the only, you will fight to that sin another one starts to grow mm. so you have to ensure that you are, we are always in God's word always praying that we may f- not fall into work but never give up fighting the sin that indwells in us. I know Patrick will try to elaborate more, maybe discuss what I have not discussed.
1: <laughs> because when, you, when someone is talking,
3: you may forget uh, some things you want to put forward.
1: Mm-hmm. But
3: I cannot forget to put this one forward. And we did that when we were discussing about uh, prayer and gratitude here. It is in the Heidelberg Catechism on the three things that you need. Uh, not that you need, the three things that you consider. Guilt, grace, and gratitude. On guilt... That your mystery of sin is so great. You don't forget that that your sin is so great before the Lord, and that put guilt in you. Then two, it is what grace that it is based on what it is about what Christ has done that has done what this reconciliation that I have with the with the Lord. And three that how you have you have must have what gratitude now from how you've been saved from your misery and sin through Jesus Christ. So it is grace, it is what, guilt, guilt grace, guilt. gratitude. Those three things. I think it's good you go and study them. They are in the hide and Let's go and study them I never forget those. And that's the way to true joy. And you know that joy that you will have, every time you are, you are tempted into sin and so on, I tend to believe now that sin, uh, conscience is key to, to sanctification, we do believe that, some things are just of the mind, You just saying I will not do these things and you are done with them.
1: Mm.
3: Uh, just make up your mind, be sober-minded I will not do these things and you are done with them. If you are slandering just stop slandering people and so on. If you are impatient, start dealing with that thing and start being patient with people even in the smallest of, of things and as you be faithful in or patience in those small things then you start to be patient even in great things. Now, the last thing, do not forget to show forth or to exhibit the fruits of the Holy Spirit, which is love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, humility, gentleness. Those are things you should practice and you should cultivate (laughs) them. Yes, you should cultivate them. I think that's the best way to wrestle with these things. Cultivate those fruits of the Holy Spirit in your own life. And with that, it may help you battle the, the sin that keeps on... Uh, disturbing, and you uh, are struggling with it each and every day. Thank you. Yes,
2: you wanted me to tell something. Yes, yes, yes. I know uh, i have not
3: said that. No, to it's, it's in a lot of things. A lot of things.
2: Uh, and thank you. That is very helpful. But also, it's good to think about salvation being uh, past, present, mm-hmm. and future. Mm-hmm. Past that we were saved. Saved from what? From the penalty mm-hmm. of sins. That which we deserved, Christ took for us. Therefore, we no longer bear that burden <coughs> of we are going to pay the penalty for our sins. Present, we are being saved from what? From the power of sin. Sin is powerful. Sins fight, devil fights. However, we are being saved daily through sanctification. The Spirit, that the Lord has given, the Lord gave us when we came to Him, when He came to us came to <laughs> Christ came yeah, to, to us, us. Yeah, yeah, He okay. gave us His Spirit mm. that helped us to continue, here here, mm. help us mm. to continue mortifying sin. Mm. Here I say two things, that mortification of sin is both our work and spirit work. Mm. The justification was done when you were dead and lost, mm. when you could not do anything, here in sanctification, in being saved, in the present salvation, mm is our work by the empowering of the Spirit. It is what Paul says in Ephesians 2, that we uh, we work our salvation in fear and trembling. Why? Because God is working. Okay. God is working for us to kill sin, but we work. Therefore, we come to the Lord every minute we see our sin. I'm not growing in being patient. We come to the Lord, me be patient. However, we go and be patient with that person. God, I'm sorry, slander, stop slandering. However, pray for God to help you. You see, that is the process of sanctification, of being saved. But that being is that we will be saved in future. From what? From the presence of sin. We shall be delivered away from this sinful world, from the power of sin, from everything here, and we shall live mm. as sinless, mm. perfect, mm. brainless mm. with God mm. because
3: he justified us. Justified. Maybe can I say something? Uh, I think he has quoted a very good verse. We work out because he's working in us. And he who started a good work in us will yeah. bring it also to completion. conclusion. Mm, I think what I would say is, we should also never glory in our pursuit of holiness mm. or glory in your sanctification. Mm. Like for example, you have battled a certain sin and you glory in that. that despair. Yeah, yeah sure. Mm. You may struggle with sin, yeah. do not despair. Yeah. Keep on looking towards Christ. Mm. Know Christ like Paul in Philippians chapter 3. That, that's what you are determined towards. One, do not glory in your pursuit of holiness. My like glory! Oh, I'm uh, fighting sin in my life. I'm, I'm, I'm well. progressing. I'm mm-hmm. progressing. <laughs> you have cultivated a sin of pride, because that's sanctification. <laughs> <laughs> because the truth is, that uh, sanctification, <laughs> though it is our work and God's work, at the end it is the work of grace. Yeah. We must yeah. accept that. Work, like, that work that you've been working. It is still the work of grace. It is God. Will. At the end, who do we give glory to? God. To God. Mm-hmm. But at the end, we will not measure our holiness with the sins of other people.
0: that's why the Bible says that uh, for His grace mm. has appeared to all men, mm. uh, teaching yes. us. Mm. So in that process of sanctification, <laughs> the grace it is the one, is, one uh, teaching. The grace. Uh, teaching. And of course, there is the temptation to think that my voice is just about a particular sin mm. that I'm mm. struggling yeah. with. Yeah. Because we have these big sins, mm. and then you forget that <coughs> even my thoughts can be evil, my attitudes, mm. Mm. my imaginations, yeah. 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 or yeah. my motivation for something. Yeah. I can one. give, for example, mm. but in my heart, ah, I'm going a little bit of a you So, you yeah. become proud, self, glorifying self without knowing. Mm. So it's not just maybe particular sins that we are fighting, but mm. it's, it's about my attitudes, yeah. my heart.
3: Mm. Mm. What if you added something? I want to explain that. On the need of repentance in our Christian life, each day, the need for repentance.
2: Mm-hmm. And you need to give that book of repentance
3: mm-hmm. by repentance people God? Never to you know, the you know, you know, doctrine of yeah. repentance. So, dependence is necessary. Every day. Every, day.
2: Every day. But, 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 but what is repentance really? Is it just saying that God, I'm sorry because I... It's actually but turning from... Is, is really daily fighting the battle of, I want to turn from this to, to God. Uh, and of course I'm doing, one of the big lessons that I had on Friday was mm-hmm. that the root of every sin is failure to appreciate an aspect of the gospel. Mm-hmm. For example... You send us that quote.
3: You <laughs> <laughs> can continue, for example.
2: For example, mm-hmm. if I'm masturbating, for instance, if that is the sin that is killing me, what I'm doing is that I'm not getting satisfaction from God, mm-hmm. I want to be satisfied by something else. Mm. Therefore, I seek that satisfaction from mm. there. Why? because I'm not acknowledging that in the Gospel, I have all satisfaction. Mm. Therefore, the more I appreciate the Gospel, the more I appreciate our sinfulness and mm. what God has done, the more we kill sins. Mm. How do we kill sin? Keep appreciating the Gospel. Mm. Keep, keep seeing your sinfulness, mm. keep seeing what God has done, mm. hate your sin, mm. appreciate God more, mm. and kill mm. those sins. Mm.
0: The killing sin is a choice that I make. It's a command modify modify the members. Yes. Mm. But uh, you're you bring that
2: on your knees actually. Mm. Mm. Oh, I say. Mm. Not mm. with
1: mm. myself we. Mm. You mm.
3: can't. <laughs> yeah. Can guilt mm. can someone struggle with the guilt which may lead now to more sin instead of beholding glory of God's glory.
2: You see again, if you're struggling with guilt, you're also failing to appreciate mm. one aspect of it. Yeah.
1: That
2: even if you're sinning, you're not changing your you're not changing your status before God. Mm. You are still justified, mm. and here mm. you have been made light with mm. God, just as if you never sinned. Mm. God's status or mm. your status before God not changed. Mm. That's why you should not despair, mm. because you see that justified, mm. covered with His mm. lusciousness it is alien, vicious is not ours, is <laughs> not, do not despair, do not despair, do not do what, do not despair, do not stop, mm-hmm. do not despair mm-hmm. in your battle and do not, stop to mortify, do not stop to mortify, do not, and friends,
1: it's for all of us, <laughs> they
2: are there, I'm thinking something you said, mm-hmm. but we keep seeing today, tomorrow we see another one, why, oh, because the more we continue growing on God' holiness, the more you see a uh, shortcoming. J.C. Mm-hmm. Uh, Raya in his book, uh, Holiness, he makes that point very clearly. But the more we see God's holiness, mm-hmm. as Kim up praying F- Isaiah 6, mm-hmm. the more we see and respond like Isaiah, really, I even dwell mm-hmm. among people that are yeah. okay. we sinful. Will, we will never, we will never, never, never say, I never if you are not seeing your, your sin, then you are not seeing God's holiness. Because mm-hmm. the more you, the holiness of God shines, mm-hmm. the more you see your shortcoming. Mm-hmm. But do not despair; the Lord is coming. Maranatha. Maranatha. Is uh, is our forgiveness conditional?
0: Like if I don't confess. Mm-hmm. To say, you see, maybe uh, <laughs> I have, that, to, have to, I <laughs> that, <laughs> Okay, yeah, I've, I've done like five sins today, maybe say, <laughs> if I'm able to count. It. <laughs> I can even confess that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Does it my my connection with God does it keep disconnecting and connecting depending on Mm. How confessing mm. how confessful I you can am. confess more your good device <laughs> connect better.
4: <laughs> <laughs> well, to me be, I think the first part is that you will never know a full account of your sins. Sure. You'll only know your weaknesses. You can you can only count on your weaknesses. And you only count on your weaknesses is because they are that repetitive in your life. But you know there's that one moment you're just walking by the streets and then beautiful girl passed. In your mind you're like, oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> These things happen. You you will never remember that maybe mm. when you go yeah, at home, yeah. you know, because it was just a passing moment. Mm. But again, just the thought of it has already made you a sinner. Mm. So I guess when you go to to your prayer and you are confessing, you just uh, be a hundred percent open and honest to the idea that you may have sinned without knowing that you sinned, and with whatever less you remember, you just seek for God's guidance to help you move on further and be better by the next minute and every minute you... Because if you want to live with no sin, even if you are in a cell prison, you'll still sin, I mean. I Either know. by mind, well, by just action, I don't believe home to, <laughs> situ, all alone, <laughs> Mount Kenya, you'll still you know, sin. You'll still <laughs> sin. <laughs> It's not that other people are the ones who are making you say, it. I mean, it's it is who you are is it, the inner Yeah, from uh, from nature. even from the type of backgrounds we've been raised, there are things that, you know, they do happen and we just overlook. But sure. again for us to you know, it's normally... in You know. So it has cultivated to the people who we are now. And I guess for us to also come to a place that we can say we are growing to be better, we also have to go constantly on our past and revisiting more of the things we have, you know, for our own also psychological benefit. There are things you see yourself doing right now and you don't get to understand why. Mm. But maybe it's something that happened to you when you were very young and it was was instilled in you. Mm. And you know, growing up, I don't think we had any choice of what we wanted to be or what we wanted to do. It was all instilled Mm. in us and all shown by those who were there before us. So for us to be better, I think, every day is to accept that we're just weak and we can't do anything. Mm. And in that fact, hope and pray to be better every single time. Mm. Maybe I'm thinking of a quote, I don't, it's
2: mine. I, I need to research, I need to... <laughs> you can put it. I think it's not the amount of repentance in terms of confession, but to who has validated your repentance. Mm the Christ was bought and purchased their salvation. Mm. It's not amount of fame, but the object mm. is Christ, mm. because you cannot repent enough. Mm. That is because you are you are on the masses of the one who has bought their salvation for you. Mm. It is on Him, mm. not on us.
0: Mm. So this, these are actually things which touch on the uh, assurance of salvation. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. Maybe on the same note, somebody asked me that if if they are a believer, they are born again, but maybe they commit a certain sin and then they die <laughs> before they confess and appreciate
1: Work based salvation. That's. <laughs> mm.
3: oh. And yeah. in that
0: aspect, uh,
3: as in, you, know, you can say, like, in, uh, because of false uh, teaching, uh, as in what we have grown up in Africa, like, what is the
0: popular thing in the world the, because of religion, we see like repentance is like. Repenting
3: only because of a certain sin in the commandments of God, one to ten. But uh, I think there is some there is a study guide that was
0: using that. It was saying that even repent, repent, repenting our our heart, our, our work, dependent. our work, mm-hmm. our work based uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, motivations it. to do things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, is mm-hmm. also a, we should also repent of that. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, that means we, we are repenting of our repentance <laughs> I, I, repenting I, I think of repent. the only way you can
4: go about the whole repentance issue is that once you have accepted Christ in your life you shouldn't be worried about anything because again if you are to die you can die any time I mean So if you were worried that you're going to die uh, an a holy man I mean you should be strictly be worried because you can die any minute you can go out there sleep and die. You can just (laughs) choke on water and die. People die every day of various reasons. Mm. So you just have to be, I mean, okay with the fact that you can go anytime Mm. and every single minute that you have is to make yourself better and grow better because people die every single time.
2: Maybe I sort of borrow from Dan what he said our identity being both saints and sinners. I think what will. Give us assurance what will make us enter a heaven, uh, what will make us get the kingdom of God is not this status that we are sinners, actually, it's after that we are sins. Mm. This that uh, it has happened mm. is that assured, it's complete, 100% sure. Even if I don't repent, though we should repent, mm. this status that I'm a saint will get me heaven. Mm. God will get me heaven, mm. not. You see, the moment you want to say that my repentance will get me heaven, then
1: there's no need it's of this. Yes, 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 yes. It is what he has done, not what I'm doing. I yeah. will
3: fail in that repentance. I fail to repent my work. <laughs> I fail to repent my repentance. <laughs> nice. Actually, uh, First John says,
0: "The blood of Jesus Christ, as we are in His fellowship, the blood of Jesus is continuously us from our sins."
3: I think that, that's, that last thing Patrick has said uh, is very important. Okay, you're thinking that it is repentance that will take me to heaven, then that's our work-based uh, salvation. It is Christ. Mm-hmm. And th- what I think oh, you all forgot to point out is that this repentance comes from
2: God. Oh God means of no person? one who repents <laughs>
3: by his own uh, self-determination, I want to repent of myself, it is God who brings that repentance mm-hmm. to us.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: And then Thomas Watson was saying that uh, repentance is a threshold to God it is a way to God. For the sinners who have wandered off, it is a way, a way a way to God in that confession of sin. Realizing that there is no such thing as perfect repentance. Akuna perfect repentance. Mm. But that as we but sincerity of heart I think it's important. Yeah. Like we are sincere in our, in our repentance. <laughs> we may not confess of all our sins mm-hmm. uh, but should we pray that the Lord will show us our yeah. sin? I yeah. think that's a good prayer. Mm-hmm. Lord show me my sin. Mm-hmm. And then be able to confess and speak that sins to the Lord,
2: mm. Mm. but also I think it is it continues pointing to our weakness mm. that we can never, yeah. we can never do anything to save ourselves. Mm. If you are praying, Lord, remind me mm. my repentance. It shows mm. you how dependent you are to mm. Him. Mm. We can, mm. we are only mm. at His mercy. Mm. The Lord of mercy on us. Mm then it makes us appreciate that salvation is all 100% God, yeah. <laughs>
4: His work. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> so, to
0: the last question, I think. <laughs> ah, no? oh,
1: that she's
2: there at all equal cash. You only have one to answer here, uh in regard to the second coming of Christ,
1: uh
2: what what is the point of salvation? The point of salvation regard to the coming of Christ dan tuan saya, my sins <laughs> <laughs> um, The coming of Christ in regard to salvation is to finally save us, so that we shall sin no more. Mm. Uh, that's the point of him coming. His coming to save us. Mm. Is a future mm. aspect of our salvation mm. that we shall be glorified. Mm. How? By one, being given bodies and mind and everything that doesn't sin, mm. that a hundred percent delight in the Lord. Mm. Because sin is failing to delight in the Lord. A hundred percent, which shall be given bodies and mind and soul that delight in the Lord. But the second thing is being removed from this sinful mm. world. Either if you shall be laughed at on being wounded, or either the Lord will change this earth to be, <laughs> be sinless. I if the Lord really moves us from this sinful world, or if we change this world to be sinless, then we shall be saved, in those two ways. Being moved from sinful uh, earth, and two, uh, being saved from this body that continually sin. Isaiah, uh, at the end of Isaiah, chapter uh, 55, he keeps repeating a very brief analogy, of the highway and the kingdom, mm. and the highway will be holy, Not mm. that kingdom will be holy, mm. the Lord will ensure that the way to heaven is holy, mm. and the heaven itself will be holy, mm. and the doors will be closed, mm. so that no sin will enter there, mm.
3: see we sin because we
2: are sinful earth. Mm. but when we shall be removed from this sinful earth, mm. when Christ comes, mm. then we shall be saved to mm. sin yeah. no more, and we keep singing in mm. that song. We
3: shall be saved to sin no more. I also think that uh, the joy of heaven is uh, uh, the sinlessness that we will have. That time. that that's what makes joy, uh, heaven uh, joyful. That the sin that disturbed me at once is no longer there. It's completely removed. Now on this sin that uh, we may be repetitive, to perhaps to every one of us. Yeah, there is that sin yes, that may be repetitive. No one, no one denies that. I use Corinthians, he will never allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear. He will never allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear. I think the worst thing someone will ever do is to be in despair or in distress that they cannot turn to repentance. I think that's that's the worst of it all, that you can always come to God. I think at times you are tempted to think that, should I only be coming to God? Am I mocking him? You know all those things in repentance, am I really mocking God? Uh, but I think God always wants to be bothered in our prayers also, and uh, we come to Him and, and cry to Him to help us, pray that we may not fall into what, into temptations. And also reading God's word, help us to see certain sins in our own lives, and I say, I sin that in my own life, and I need to, to deal with it. But let us not forget that uh, we are fighting from what Christ has, has, has done, mm. and the gospel is our motivation. I think that when we met at Mama Modonis' place, we, we said that one of the best ways to kill sin and to mortify sin is to grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying that we, we may grow in what? Spiritual wisdom and spiritual understanding. Mm-hmm. And Philippians chapter 3, that I consider everything as garbage compared to the surpassing value of knowing Christ. Mm-hmm. As we grow in the knowledge of Christ, we will find that those desires in us start to be, to shed off. That mm-hmm. I mean that it may not grow, it may grow, or it may not continue. But among those things, it helps us to modify. But repetitive sin doesn't mean that really someone is not saved. Of course, it's a good way to examine ourselves. Mm-hmm. If you are really in the faith, it's a good way. But it's not an examination of yourself where now you lose the hope of your assurance of mm-hmm. salvation. Yes, mm-hmm. maybe you should do uh, Philippians next. The been quoted. You should do Colossians next.
0: Mm-hmm. No, don't want Philippians. Philippians. Mm. So That's we go good. to the last question, mm. number seven. Now, this one is for Patrick. Patrick yes.
3: <laughs>
0: Can I go to the other
3: side now?
0: <laughs> <laughs> In Patrick's sermon, Stay with Christ, he says that my sins are taken away. And forgiven by christ on the cross what about those sins i have fallen into after i was saved how will they be, we'll be paid, paid for? for okay
3: okay Ooh. slowly we are taking notes we are looking for a pencil <laughs> <laughs> you have actually answered part of it yes. yes
2: but even i would want to push the question to you guys whoever wrote that question what about the sins of the guys in the old testament Now that christ died after they had died hmm. what about their sins yeah, the answer
4: is that coming, coming for that question <laughs> coming to answer that question yeah. uh, <laughs> the fact that uh, religion came after colonization what of the ancestors who sinned in Africa yes, yes. to answer that is
0: that a question or an answer a <laughs> question
2: no, no, to answer for me, for me on
3: now the Old Testament saints I think the sacrifice of Christ does not only cover for the sins of those that uh, are saved after the cross, as I would say, mm-hmm. but that sacrifice covers or atones or pays. You know, the issue is: is this sin paid? Mm-hmm. So it also pays for the penalty of the sins of the Old Testament people. And I will—I think—quote one person who says that. Because uh, I know my redeemer lives. <laughs> job, job, Job says. They—they they all knew that there is a coming Messiah. Isaiah knew <coughs> of a coming Messiah who would redeem humanity. So they even know. For them, they were looking. This is how put it. For them, they are looking forward to a coming savior and a coming salvation, and that's how they place their faith in the a coming savior. I don't know if why don't a... we quote Romans three. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. The yeah. propitiation,
2: yeah. <laughs> the forbearance, Forbearance. <laughs> um, oh, that's the hard text. <laughs> yeah. Um, that would be Romans three, from verse twenty-one. But now the righteousness of God has been manifested apart from the law, although the law and the prophets bear witness to it. The law and the prophet bears witness what? the righteousness of God. The righteousness of God through faith in Christ Jesus for all who believe, for there is no distinction. For all have seen and felt of God's glory, and they are justified by His great grace as a gift through the redemption that is in Christ Jesus who God put forward as a propitiation by his blood to be received by faith this was to show God's righteousness because in divine forbearance he has passed over former sins it is show it was to show his righteousness at the present time so that he might be just and the justifier of the one who has faith in Jesus. My interest is, in his divine forbearance, he had passed over former sins. Therefore, the sins of Abraham and Adam and Isaac and whoever are paid in the death of Jesus, they were looking to a savior. Mm. People would say that even Abraham was given for a city. Mm. That's not built by human hand. They were looking for a savior beyond themselves, Mm -hmm. and that is Jesus. Mm -hmm. You see, Jesus forgives past, present, and future sins. Mm -hmm. In our our case, if I repented and Christ forgave me my sins, what about the message I'm doing now? He saved me all my past sins, He saved me my present sin, and he, He saved me my future sins. All are covered in Christ Jesus. Does that make me to be careful how I live, not that my sins are covered for? No. That shouldn't make me to want to kill every form of sin. Christ covered my past sins, my present, and my future sins. What about our ancestors? And now that the gospel came later. If the Lord by one way or the other revealed himself to them, and they desired their sins to be forgiven out of something beyond themselves. If they felt a conviction that they cannot cleanse their sins, if they laid portrait as it were and said, "I'm a sinner. I cannot save myself," then we can trust that God saved them through Jesus. Because salvation is only one way
3: through Jesus. Say something? And. Uh uh, what if someone who, who, who never hears the gospel, by the way, and dies that way, will he go to heaven or hell? I think so it's also be the same case. This is the big question, and we should accept this question. Is anyone innocent before the Lord no, in regard to their sins? In fact, if I die today not having heard the gospel, be and God take me to hell, and, and he comes there and torments me forever, was I an innocent person? I was not. Saying, we are all guilty before God, and it is His mercy that reveals the gospel to us to see our need to be, to be saved. I think that's that's what that's what should humble each and every. That I'm saved not because really, uh, I know the gospel more than any other person. but That God was merciful to reach out to me. Mm. For sure, if I died some years back, I would have gone to
1: hell. <laughs> I, I'm sure of that. I would have gone to hell
3: and be damned forever. And I will not even lift a finger to point at him. Why have you judged me? Mm -hmm. No one will ever do that before the Lord. No, and even those ancestors, we don't care how they died, if they were among God's chosen people, and God gave gave them the Spirit. Mm -hmm. And this is why, therefore, Jesus Christ is the mediator of a new covenant, so that those who are called, see, so that those who are called, so everyone that was called, may receive the promised eternal inheritance, since a death has occurred that redeems them from the transgressions committed even under the first covenant even for for those saints and so on so it's for everyone everyone that was called christ is the high priest for them all.
1: Mm.
3: and they will be saved those are the lord called they will be saved
2: mm. yes thank you but i don't think Romans one uh, would be big on that that god has revealed himself mm. uh to the gentiles through the nature so that they can know him the Jews he did that through the uh, the scriptures, the Old Testament. You see, no one, Romans would say, is without excuse. Yeah. No one is without, without excuse. Even those guys that are in, in Ecuador or in the uh, rainforest Amazon there, that the gospel is not reached them. The Lord is revealing to really tell them that they can repent, mm-hmm. so they can save those who are elected yeah. among them. And not even one of them will be lost. Mm-hmm. Not even one of them.
0: You guys are very deep. <laughs> <laughs> I should Thank stick you. closer <laughs> to learn these things. Mm. It makes me have assurance of salvation. Yeah. Mm. Which is I think it's a, a major struggle. Mm-hmm. Many believers believe that we have been saved by grace. Mm. But somehow the Christian walk
1: with them mm. they don't talk about grace. Okay. Uh,
0: it's about it how much am I praying, mm. it's about me mm. and how much I'm giving or struggling. Yeah. Yeah. It ceases to be grace, mm. I don't know why, but mm. we need people to be taught the scriptures. Mm. So thank you Dan and Patrick mm. for being very good answerers, or <laughs> <and all> responders, <laughs> yes. and my friends for being good listeners and also contributing.
3: Mm. I'm contributing. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
0: We are in all this gospel journey together. Mm. So I take the program back to Kim. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you.